everybody, Beth Wee. Are you stuck in a rut? Are you focusing on something that happened in the past? That's what we want to talk about today. Because living in the past makes you lose your present. And the present is the point of power. That's where the higher power works. That's where we get things done. The present is where things can change. You know, you can pass up wonderful opportunities when you stay in the past. But the past has a stronghold on many of us. And at the same time, we want to be free of it. Every time we relive the past in our thoughts, we keep it alive, even though it is over. It is over. It doesn't have to have that same power over us that it used to have. It might be the knowledge that we behaved badly, said somebody, said something to somebody that we felt badly about. It might be something that happened to us. Maybe someone did something bad to us. It, it might be that a dear friend hurt us deeply or a love relationship broke up. Whatever it is, whatever happened in the past, it can't be changed. You're right, it's over. But by reliving it over and over, it's like a scratch on an old phonograph record. It just wears on you after a while. And that wear is happening whether you're aware of it or not. It's wearing away on you. Let's face it, everybody makes mistakes. I always say when I'm taking a math test, I want the pencil that has the eraser. Why? Because I might need to erase something. I'm human, I'm wearing a skin suit, I make mistakes. For some of us, it goes steeper still. We're not suffering from our own choices. Maybe we're reliving old experiences over which we had no control. We could have been at the mercy of someone else's disease. We could have been at the mercy of our own disease. Perhaps we were mistreated by somebody more powerful than us in our lives. Injuries that occur which were beyond our control sometimes cause us to keep silent and hold it in. The silence makes the wound grow bigger. Whether we're suffering from our own hand or at the hand of someone else, focus on the past is a rut that feels more like a grave, and for good reason. It kills a part of our spirit. We have to extricate ourselves from this rut, or we lose the potential that we have for a whole happy life. The higher power will help us do this. You don't have to do it alone, but we have to face the music. You know, one of the things that we have to talk about is resentment. The word re means to do again, and sent is the Latin root for feel. So when you resent someone, you re-feel, re-feel, re-feel whatever they did to you. So holding on to it does not set you free. It ties you to the pain and makes you feel it over and over again. Um, you've all heard that quote about resentment. It's like taking poison and expecting the other person to die. Hate to tell you, but they're not going to die. So resentment, it's, it's time for forgiveness. If resentment is a part of your day in and day out life, it's time to move to forgiveness. You need to set yourself free. I think a lot of people don't want to even consider forgiveness because they don't really know what it is. And I think that one of the easiest ways to find out what forgiveness is, is to talk about what forgiveness is not. It is not denial of the person's responsibility. If they hurt you, they did it. They're responsible. 
It is not minimizing or justifying what someone did to you. It is not okay that they hurt you. It is not. It is not approval or excuse for the harm. It does not mean that you don't care anymore or that you weren't really hurt. It is not that. Are you ready for this one? It is not reconciliation. Sometimes it can be, but that is not a given. Sometimes we should extricate ourselves from the relationship after we forgive so that we can protect ourselves from further injury. We don't have to be in relationship with people that are not safe, but we do have to forgive them if we want to move on without them. Big one, forgiveness is not a feeling. It's an act of your will. It's a bending of your will to what the higher power would have you do so that you can live free and clear. And in the now, we want you to live in the now. So if you're in a rut and you tend to obsess and overthink past mistakes, memories, injuries, it, it might have taken three minutes of your actual life's experience, but you're in it every day of your life. Come on, you've occupied too much time there. Let us move forward if we can. Because if you're stuck in the rut of focusing on the past, you're robbing us all. We want you with us here, now, in this moment, in the future with us, building and creating this wonderful life that you could have with us. Ruminating has, ruminating, as my grandma used to call it, like rolling things over and over in your head, it can have a lot of bad results. Um, I know that uh, I remember in, in classes in psychology that I took depression, anxiety, PTSD, overeating, um, addiction, alcoholism, addiction. Those are all things that happen from obsessive thinking. And it also can tend to push us toward negative thinking. We can't see our way out. So what are we going to do? So let's just roll through some ideas to get you thinking about this. Identify the fear that the memory that you're having is invoking. What are you afraid of? Or what are you afraid that this issue could cause to happen in your world today? Is there anything it could do to you today? Sometimes writing will help this come out. When we journal about things, our mind frees up in a weird way because our body's involved. Our body has to form the letters, so therefore the words come out in a different way than if we just think about them. So try to figure out what you're afraid of. And then set up a time to really look at the situation. You may need, need the trusted listener, uh, the, the trusted witness, the faithful witness, to help you sort out what is true and what is imagined. I'm not trying to bust your chops here. I'm just saying that when we relive something over and over, we see it from a perspective that is only ours. And sometimes that perspective gets a little distorted with time. Um, once you have that sorted out, create a plan of action. So what can you do to change the impact now? So this, this is hard, guys, because if you're dealing with a history of being molested, for example, you probably need to plan to see professional help and work through the pain. If you're dealing with a memory of someone getting angry or going off on you, you can look at your part honestly. Did you have a part? Were you even involved or was that just about them? And strive to, to do better 
or strive to forgive them. Then you may need to pray for the person who hurt you. You know, if somebody's trying to school you and they treated you wrong, you can pray to, to release yourself from the bondage of that hurt memory. But after you know what's driving your focus on the past, head it off at the past. When the thinking starts, distract yourself. Do something that can occupy your mind. Um, good movies, uh, a book, calling a friend to talk, looking for somebody who needs help, any of those things. It, it can just snap the, the focus away. It sounds like the rubber band on the wrist. Do you remember they used to tell you to snap the rubber band? It seems like a crazy idea. But if you snapped it each time you started to focus on that past hurt, it might make you realize how often you leave the moment of now, the powerful moment of now. So, so what you know, you know, head it off at the pass if you can. And then practice ways to let your mind rest. Are you meditating? Meditation is a great way to let your mind rest. It doesn't have to be like the big ohm sitting in some weird place trying to get your mind completely clear. It can just be focusing on one word, on a word that relaxes you. Some people rock a little bit of a, a rocking action, saying a word over and over will calm their mind. Uh, some people tap. EFT is a tapping technique that you can learn from a practitioner and it can help you at times like this. Guided meditation is a great way. It's where somebody's speaking a story to you and you're listening. Books on tape are kind of like a guided meditation, but they go longer than that. But a book on tape could be a way that you rest your mind. Um, eventually, you'll be able to rest your mind without the help of those books or those tapes or, or the tap, but you'll know how to do it. And then, what can you change right now? If you had a trusted listener or a faithful witness with you, ask them to sit with you while you write a list of what you could do today to shift your focus. You know, just sitting around and saying, I don't know what to do, I'm stuck and I'm in a rut, those are words to describe it when we get there. It, it feels like your life stalled at that moment of pain and you can't get it going again because your hopes and your fears seem to like not be operational or something. So go to your spirit nature for help. We don't talk about intuition a lot, but it's an integral part of a whole healthy life. Intuition is a guide that comes from within and directs us to make changes, take new directions. It works best when you're in tight relationship with the higher power. When you're in daily, um, if you hang out with God, intuition is going to be operational for you. So if you don't feel like you're hanging out with God, start it. Find a way to do it. Where can you be comfortable with God? Not everybody finds that in a church. Some people find it in gardening. Some people find it in, in, in uh, praying. Some people, it, there's so many different ways. But look for God. If you seek God, I promise you he'll come. He'll find you. You just start the seeking, you will find God. And somehow hanging out with God will make that intuition really work. 
it's weird because it comes from within, but it makes us feel excited and passionate about things again. And when we feel complacent or stuck, it might be our intuition telling us to start seeking again. No matter where you're at in your spiritual life, seeking God will always help you. It's, it's a funny thing, but it's time for a change. We want you back in today. We want you in the present moment. We want you to live with us here. I'm terribly sorry that whatever it is that you're focused on happened. But if you need help getting through it, please look for some professional help and get through it. It's not like it didn't happen. Doing the work doesn't make it like it didn't happen. I have a wonderful friend and she described it to me. She said she had had a terrible history of abuse as a child. And sometimes it would just, it was like there was a filing cabinet in her head and it would just, the drawer would pop open and just attack her with the memories. But she did the work. She went to a, to a counselor. She went to a therapist. She did the work. She, she went through the forgiveness exercises. She connected with her higher power. She did the work. And she said, you know what? It's still in my mind, but it's in a filing cabinet. If I want to open the drawer and pull out the file and look at it, I can. But it's not in control of me. I'm in control of it. Refocusing on the present, it's possible. I promise you. Again, I'm sorry you've been hurt, but there is a way out. Seek solution. Seek help. Seek your higher power. And know that we're praying for you. It's time to take addiction out of the shadows and shine the encouraging light of recovery on everyone affected. Good Seed Podcast is powered by BethWE.com, a nonprofit ministry based in Vero Beach, Florida. We'll start the uncomfortable conversations that turn despair into hope and complacency into action. Connect, communicate, and thrive with us. Check us out online at Beth we.com. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk again soon.